Welcome back to our podcast, Entrepreneurship Uncovered. I'm your host, Gabby Luma, CPA and CEO of Mod Ventures, a virtual outsourced accounting and advisory firm. We help influencers online and service-based entrepreneurs set up accounting systems, get clear financial information, and make informed business decisions. Today, we're going to be talking to Debbie Fries an influencer marketing strategist from Top Rank Marketing. We are so excited to have Debbie here and tell us about all the things regarding influencer marketing from an agency perspective. Hello, Debbie. We're so glad to have you today. We would love to hear a little bit more about you and um, what you do on the day-to-day for your agency. Oh, Gabby, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm Debbie Fries, and I'm an influencer marketing um, strategist for Top Rank Marketing. Basically, herd cats is what I say I like to do. (laughs) (laughs) And what that means is that um, I need to wrangle in awesome people like you with great expertise on different subject matters to hopefully convince you to give me some of that expertise for my clients that I work with. So that might be asking you what is scenario planning and why should um, finance folks care about that? Or it could be something like, why is the zombie apocalypse affecting supply chain? You never know what the question could be. Right. (laughs) And, And I need to find those experts who can tell me what's going to happen in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that sounds like a big job. It's like, you know, how do we forecast uh, World War Z or something crazy like that? Exactly. Uh, you know, on the, the challenges that that we've all been having to go through, has your job changed at all during COVID? I was just curious about that. Actually, not really. I mean, the only thing that's really changed is we need to be more sensitive to what's mm-hmm. happening out there. Um, and mm-hmm. that's along, I think all marketers are seeing that. We just need mm-hmm. to be sensitive to what people are talking about, how they're feeling um, and who we're including. I think we actually have been more conscientious about like who needs to be included as a thought leader. I mm-hmm. think that's one of the biggest things that may have not really changed, but just mm-hmm. being more sensitive to it. Brought, brought more awareness to it. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Well, that kind of explains, you know, like the changing times and the trends and things that are happening where marketing have to have to be really, really aware of of those things um, in order to continue to speak the language of the consumer. Right. Correct. I'm very interested in how marketing agencies work with influencers. And when we were starting to talk, Debbie, I I didn't realize that there was a difference between business to business and business to consumer influencers. And so can you tell me a little bit about the differences between those two? Sure. B2B influencers themselves are different from B2C. B2B Mm -hmm. influencers need to be subject matter experts. Often Mm. they don't have these broad social media skills or reach like their B2C counterparts. In addition, B2B influencers are likely thought of as those thought leaders they're not mm. thought of as these people with these huge social reaches like a Kim Kardashian or somebody like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> B2C influencers are, you know, like really super engaged on social and those B2C brands want them because they're the B2, that influencer has an audience that their service or um, product, you know, fits and they want to help them promote mm. it. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen this a lot. I've gotten into watching a ton of YouTubers. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's what kind of spurred on my whole interest in to the uh, marketing influencer realm. And I've noticed that they're always promoting something. Um, and I wondered how different brands actually find those type of influencers just on their day to day. Yeah. So it's a lot of research. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the first thing. So the first mm-hmm. thing we do is try to identify what is the audience we're trying to reach. So mm-hmm. who does that brand want to reach and what is the subjects that come into play? Um, and then we'll start with using a few different specific influencer marketing tools. There are tools out there that help us do our searches, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just doing a Google search and um, looking on LinkedIn as well, depending on who we're looking for. And then once we find those folks, we're looking at like, what is their resonance? So, um, which is seeing like, is the inf- that influencer's audience engaging on those key topics that we're concerned about for that program? And then mm-hmm. we look at what is their relevance? So is the topic or topics relevant to that influencer's audience? And then, of course, what is their reach? So what is their audience size? But I'd have to say for B2B, that's less of a factor, at least not for all of the influencers. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we start diving into what is their content? So does that influencer talk about, write about, do videos on, do podcasts about that subject? So are they that subject matter expert? And can we point back to some of that content? Gotcha. And then, you know, sometimes we're not looking for, we're looking for different things, I should say. We're looking, we might be looking to help a brand put someone on podcasts like this, right? Mm -hmm. Or they might be looking for a keynote speaker for their next upcoming event, or uh, we might be doing a series of videos. And so we want someone that looks good and and can speak well on camera. So Mm -hmm. uh, this is a super multi-step process looking at lots of different things. Cool. That's really interesting. Um, well, and Debbie, I should say we, we got associated just because you reached out to me and you had lots of questions around um, like budgeting and forecasting. You had a client that, you know, wanted, I'm guessing business to business type of influencers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how I never asked you this before, but how did you find me? All of those searches, just like that too. Okay. I don't remember exactly which one brought you up to my forefront, but it prob- I'm guessing LinkedIn, but I don't okay. know for sure. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So if we've known each other, gosh, probably what the last, maybe over a year, it's been about a year, I think that um, we've gone back and forth on um, a couple different questions here and there. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's been fun. You've gone through a little bit on how you find influencers and let's go a little bit in a little bit more into like the characteristics of the people that you're looking for specifically. So you mentioned business to business, mm-hmm. what type of char- characteristics specifically are you looking for or brands looking for? I mean, that varies with, with the project. Mm-hmm. I would say people who know are, are good thought leaders. They know a lot about their subject. And then the next thing would be that they should be active on social media somewhere. If it's just LinkedIn, that might be okay too. But like mm-hmm. the more places that they're active, that's important. Um, and that they are 
actually talking about the subject. So like, I don't usually talk about marketing on my Instagram Mm -hmm. and that's okay, but I do talk about it all the time, you know, on Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we um, are projecting their thought leadership Mm -hmm. in some way. A great thing that I look for, I love it when they write blog posts or, or, or quoted in articles or they do videos or they do podcasts like this. Those are all fabulous. Those make me very happy. Basically, if you want to be a business to business influencer, then you're looking for people who are writing about their specialty, their mm-hmm. subject matter experts. They have some sort of social platform that they're speaking um, and projecting that thought leadership out into. Those sound like the two main categories. Those really are the two main things, you know, Mm -hmm. that they are just sharing their thought leadership. And somebody's like, if they don't feel, if someone doesn't feel comfortable, you know, writing a blog post or something like that, they could be on someone else's podcast like like this, right? right? Mm -hmm. Or they could contribute to an article or an ebook or some, you know, like find other ways, even if they don't want to create all the content themselves. Right. Right. Well, I think that is a challenge, you know, when, when you're a thought leader, you're a creator in one space, but there, you know, you might be shy in another. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great tip that, you know, you can go and share your knowledge on other blogs or other podcasts or do it in a collaborative manner with another thought leader. You know, a great way to do that is organizations. So if you're a member of your professional organization, you know, speak at an event or contribute to um, their newsletter or something like that. That's a great Mm -hmm. way to test your toes in it all. Great. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I know that I've been doing this for for years and I I just seem to express my opinion, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) it's not been something that I've been challenged with, but I know that there's a lot of professionals that are out there who um, want to be seen and just don't know where to get started. So that's, I think that's great advice. How often do you usually work with the same influencer over, you know, do you usually have multiple projects that you have them for or how does that usually work? I love working with people over and over again. That's Mm -hmm. the key. And that's what we want to do. Um, so I do have a lot of, of thought leaders that I work with over and over again on multiple projects. And the great thing about that is we get to know each other. And then I also can suggest them. So if I know a client is looking for somebody who has a podcast, I can say, oh, I worked with this person over here. Um, they were easy to work with. Here's their su- you know subject matter expertise. And um, I get that in-depth relationship with them. So mm-hmm. It doesn't happen all the time because we have lots of clients across different industries, but um, when we can, that's amazing. I do have a few clients that we have um, what my agency topic marketing has coined always on influencer programs. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is what we love because it's a chance for the brand and for us to develop an ongoing relationship with influencers over a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we do ongoing social engagement, we co-create content. So that could be a blog, a Twitter chat, a podcast, you know, ask mm-hmm. for quotes like I did for you for a larger asset, um, video interviews, lots of things like that. And then 
by having continuing to have these relationships, um, we end up building a team or a community. Mm-hmm. And that is the ultimate. Um, I'd love to share a story I have. Just recently, I had been engaging some influencers for a about a year, I would say, um, working on this longtime engagement with a client. And these influencers reached out to me and said, Debbie, let's talk, you know, like, let's have a conversation, which I love doing. I love getting to know them better. And they right away came on and were like, we love what you're doing with this client. This is amazing. This is the best relationship. It's just a testament on how well that program is working. And, um, we're talking to them about other things. So I knew this program was because the data told me it was, but to hear that from these thought leaders to say, we love what you're doing, you know, that makes it worthwhile. Yeah. I love it when you get confirmation. Um, I mean, as a finance person, you know, the data is so important, but also to, to get that verbal feedback that what you're doing is actually working is, is really nice. And I can share a stat on this too. Oh yeah, definitely. Please do. (laughs) So, um, as you probably know, my agency top rank marketing came out with the 2020 B2B influencer marketing report. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so we asked influencers, we said like, or marketers, excuse me, we said, um, you know, how is this working always on influencer program where we work in getting a relationship versus like these periodic things. And 60% of marketers who use always on influencer program are successful compared to 5% who use periodically use influencers. Mm, Yeah. I mean, that's a big difference. Yeah. So it's really about the brand um, building a relationship with their influencers and they both benefit from that relationship. Exactly. So I'm so glad that you mentioned your trend report because that's something that really was intriguing when I downloaded it off your website to learn more about influence marketing. Can you tell me a little bit about the trends and what you all are expecting for 2021? I'm very excited to see that the industry has really jumped on this trend for 2021. And as I said, um, Topic Marketing's 2020 B2B Influencer Marketing Research Report backs that up. So 79% of marketers believe that influencer marketing will grow in the next 12 months. And that's the key. It's almost 80%. Mm -hmm. And then 96% of B2B marketers that engage in influencers consider their program successful. So they're seeing, they're seeing the numbers there. And then 77% Mm -hmm. of marketers say their prospective customers rely on advice from industry experts. Here's a few predictions. And I've been seeing this, but I think it's going to be continue to become more important. I think niche experts are more important. So those are the people that are those subject matter experts. They don't have like a million followers or even a hundred thousand followers, right? They've mm-hmm. got, you know, under 10,000 followers, but they know what they're talking about. I also think brands are going to continue to work to have these ongoing relationships with thought leaders, as we just discussed. Um, I think that that's going to become more important. This mm-hmm. is kind of an interesting one. And I've been seeing this a little bit more and more this year is that I believe business influencers are going to start using more consumer channels like TikTok or just even video overall. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I definitely have seen more and more professionals, um, you know, kind of getting out of their comfort zone and doing some, mm-hmm. some more video and um, TikToks for sure. Yeah. You know, and TikTok, not just 
me doing baby shark on TikTok. It's going to be. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's TikTok talking about thought leadership, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. About their, their subject that they're thought leaders in, of course. <laughs> exactly. This is an interesting prediction from the report that I had not really thought about, but top influencers creating their own media networks of multiple influencers with distribution channels and seeing that that might compete with traditional digital media. So, I mean, are we saying that basically like a YouTube channel is basically taking the place of regular TV? I wouldn't say regular TV, but just other ways, um, other digital media that marketers might be using to get their message out. So, um, you know, like different influencers banding together, they've all got different channels and they can put that together. I work with a group of influencers who have a series of podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. And then they've been bringing in other thought leaders into their podcast network. Mm -hmm. And so now people that I've been working with separately are all of a sudden working together and they've got this huge podcast network that is really its own media channel. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I think my daughter, she's she's an influencer on social media. She mm-hmm. um, is very highly niched in, in the plant community. And mm-hmm. um, her tagline is Della Plants. And what I'm what she's experiencing is similar to that, where, you know, there's influencers that are reaching out to her and then they support and shout outs and such um, during their presentations on YouTube or whether it be podcast or whatever. And Mm -hmm. those influencers are starting to build, you know, their own communities and um, promoting each other. So I think that's so interesting. I've been seeing that one for a long time. Um, Okay. You'll notice it on Twitter a lot where an Uh influencer will put a great thought leadership, have a link, and then they will tag all of their community friends. And then those people will retweet it and like it and comment on it. I mean, Uh happening in other places, but I see it a lot on Twitter. I've gotten more into the Instagram world. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, it's been interesting to see that platform grow as well. And the level of influencers that are on that platform. So it's interesting because each platform has different ways of doing things, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's just growing. People are innovative and they, just figure it out. So it's, it's really awesome to watch that growth. New strategies start to come out. So I think Mm -hmm. it's so cool to see the changes. Any other big trends that you're seeing for 2021? I just, you know, I think you brought it up, the creativity. I think people Mm -hmm. are going to continue to be creative and find new ways to work on all of these different channels. It's going to be interesting to see what all comes out of 2021. I, I, I'm guessing there'll probably be a new channel for people to get on and board and, or maybe some (laughs) channels will come together and somebody will find some really cool way to use it. You know, I was talking to my husband the other, the other day and, um, lots of times now we just get on YouTube instead of actually going to, um, our regular TV, you know, channel, like our cable TV Mm-hmm. And, tr- and truly, I think that's maybe a trend that's going to start continuing to be more and more accepted as obviously smart TVs and the technology changes. And maybe I'm late to the game, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> I watch more YouTubers now than I do actual regular TV. 
And I think as people's, you know, as the platforms change and people get more comfortable with going straight to, let's say YouTube or, I mean, like Facebook, people go to Facebook now for news. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just see that there's so much more opportunity and it's going to be different for brands and influencers and where they can go to do their, um, you know, quote unquote work. Um, so I think it's a very exciting times, you know, when we're talking about influence marketing. Well, there's a reason that YouTube is the second biggest search engine, not just because it's owned by Google, <laughs> because everybody's doing that. They're going there and they're like, what's cool? What's, you know, what do I want to check out? Right. Well, and the funny thing is, is like, you can pretty much figure out how to do almost anything on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. And it's like these silly niche things, you know, like um, my wash machine broke. How do I fix it? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really just changed the world. People have become like the ultimate DIYers through YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what's happened. <laughs> yep. Agreed. But you can relate that back to the business community too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, here's a great lesson I learned, put it out on YouTube. Um, and that can help build your influence. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that we're doing at our firm is, you know, we're building a course called Business Savvy Influencer. And it's a new thing for us. And it's fairly new for firms to start doing these digital products and things like that. But we started going, mm-hmm. we started looking into it and how could we help, you know, a business savvy influencer? Well, it's just taking small business knowledge that we have and applying it to that specific niche. Um, but it is so basic that it basically goes for, you know, all business owners and, um, mm-hmm. you know, building out these new products. And so I we're seeing that this is just another way for us to educate and help people kind of DIY that foundational knowledge that's needed in order for them to go forward in their next steps for business growth. And yeah, we're really excited about that. But it's, it's again, taking some innovative ideas, putting it together, using a different platform, and attracting a different type of client but those are the ones that want to learn and do it themselves in the beginning, and especially when you're just getting started. It's expensive, you know, and you don't know what you don't know. And so it's a great opportunity to, you know, help them kind of DIY their beginning knowledge and move from, you know, the hobbyist, you know, someone who's dabbling in business to a full-blown business. So we're really excited mm-hmm. about that. Um and it's, it's brand new. Like we're doing our beta October 19th. So we're excited about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Keep me informed. Yeah, definitely. Well, actually I'll invite you because then you can take a look at it, but it's, it's really cool, innovative next step that we, we kind of just came up with and decided there's so many people, we put knowledge out all the time. Like we're blogging, we're podcasting, we're talking about all these different things. Why don't we use a class platform. Um, actually we're using Kajabi and help people learn how to be business owners this way. It's cool to talk to it, to you from an agency perspective. I mean, how difficult is it to find really niched influencers? Sometimes it's really hard, like finance influencers. 
it's not easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mostly because I don't feel like a lot of them, I think there's a lot of great thought leaders out there. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but they're just not active on social media. Mm -hmm. So how, how do I find where they are? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes I'm, going to different associations websites and looking at who spoke at their last meetings or events mm -hmm. you know things like that or I'm looking for people with the correct titles on LinkedIn um there's you know I'm looking at who they like and like so if I find someone like you mm -hmm. who I like working with I might go okay who's commenting on their posts and who are they liking who are they following so sometimes it can be a real investigation yeah and then other times, like if someone goes, I need a marketing professional, I'm like, I've got 50 or I know I've got a few hundred. Yeah. Like, I know all of those people. That's right. easy. Right. Right. Well, I think that's, that's pretty typical. Yeah. And finance people are pretty shy. I think we're not, not likely to be out in regular social media. Um, probably a little bit of an enigma in that. So what other um, influencers do you think you have a, a hard time finding? Well, finance sticks out on me because that's one yeah. that I worked on recently. Right, <laughs> right. Um, I wouldn't have as a hard time now, but a few years ago we worked on it with a client that was a container program. So not containers in that you would put your flour in or your craft things. It was like containers like Kubernetes, which is like um, where you put your data. Mm. I'm not the expert to explain it. No, anyway, <laughs> it sounds complex. Complex. <laughs> well, it took me months to get my head wrapped around what a container was. Right, and then you do a search for a container, and the container store comes up. Right, and I'm like, ah. And so <laughs> then I had to think like outside the box a little bit. Okay, so we're talking about storage and data. So, and then also people doing DevOps. So I needed to find those people who knew enough about containers mm -hmm. that they could speak to this. And then there's a, a big brand Kubernetes that's container deals with containers too. So then who spoke at their program, but it was very difficult. Now I don't think it would be a lot of people are talking about containers. Right. If I could do that all over again, it would be so much easier. Yeah. Well, I, I would guess so because like, you know, cybersecurity comes up and probably tech experts and things like that. Correct. Is that, that's what I'm thinking when you say that. Cybersecurity is not really the big part of that one. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that's a, actually cybersecurity is a topic that I have worked in a lot. Okay. And I actually am doing a cybersecurity Twitter chat next week for a client. Nice. So, cause it is national cybersecurity month. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an easier one for me, actually. Um, it's when you get into the more, or like networking, there's a subject that's a tough one mm -hmm. because like finance people, people who work in networking are not that active mm -hmm. on social mm -hmm. and it's not what networking, like salespeople are networking to get business, right? Mm -hmm. It's not that kind of networking. It's like connecting your computer to the cloud and to the phone and all that kind of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's IT stuff. Yeah. Most people just aren't talking about it. Mm -hmm. They're talking about, but not where you and I are looking. Definitely not. No, they're probably talking with their other networking friends, like, you know, in some protected area on the internet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, maybe GitHub. Maybe I need to look more in GitHub. 
exactly. <laughs> How does a brand reach out to you and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm looking for some help in my marketing. I think I want to use, you know, influencer marketing. What like what is usually the first step? Just get a hold of us somehow. Mm-hmm. Easiest way is toprankmarketing.com mm-hmm. is our blog. We've got lots of places on there where you can get a hold of us mm-hmm. and in a form. You can give us a call. You can send us an email. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, contact one of us on Twitter, any way, any of the ways, uh-huh. Facebook, LinkedIn. We've got all the, you know, all, all the, the social media. Yeah. All the things. Just reach out and say, hey, I want to know more. And we're happy to. Um, interesting. So the, um, the report actually has, you know, ask people if they want to get a hold of us mm-hmm. at the end of it. So if they check out the report, that's one way to do it too. Our president of our company, Susan Miskinis, would get a hold of you or, or somebody else and start that dialogue because we, it's a collaborative effort to figure out what is best for you mm-hmm. and what your needs are and how we can move the needle and make your company successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that usually follow up with like, you know, it sounds like a discovery call and, you know, you just get very specific as to um, what types of things that they're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Yeah. Discovery calls, see what you're trying to achieve. Then there's usually, you know, a few more calls and emails to narrow that down mm-hmm. and work on a budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how big of a company, like how big do you have to be in order to seek out a marketing firm you don't have to be very big at all okay all right you know i think anybody so i mean i guess in size or in dollars i mean obviously you need to have a budget right to be able to get a marketing firm absolutely um, absolutely start with a budget <laughs> start with a budget i think that's the most important thing you, you can be a very small size wise company but if you've got the budget right then that makes sense right right but i mean Everybody can use for marketing. So it doesn't just influencer marketing. It could be, you just need help with your website and mm-hmm. you need help setting up your social channels and you need help um, writing content so that your your website can be discovered. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of different levels of marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you need help doing email marketing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just kind of like figuring out what is your marketing plan and then how can you utilize a firm so that they can be your extra arms and legs, right? Right, right. So essentially outsourcing, you know, bits and pieces of the marketing, if not all of it, to right. your company. Okay, good. All right. Um, and so do you, you all have a specialty, people you work with specifically? We are generally B2B technology. Mm. Um, not exclusively, but that is a majority of it. So, and that technology can be anywhere from a finance technology to, um, a SaaS company Mm -hmm. or a computer company or a supply chain technology company. And so it's like, it's, it's very widespread. There's lots of different kinds. And we generally specialize in influencer marketing, content marketing, and search engine optimization. So those are our three kind of key areas, mm-hmm. but we do other things as well. I also do social media marketing for the agency. So, cause social media marketing and influencer marketing go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh yeah. 
So Debbie, tell me a little bit about how um, marketing agencies represent either the brand or the influencer. So in general, the brand is our client. Um, and we find the influencers for them, but there are different scenarios. Um, I usually maintain that relationship with the influencer. So the best situation is when we can help a brand develop a relationship with those influencers over a long period of time and have that always on influencer. But I have also had situations where I can help secure opportunities for influencers that we work with on an ongoing basis for different multiple clients. So I'm not representing that influencer per se, but because I have that relationship, I'm allows me to help them find additional engagements. Well, that makes sense. I mean, especially if you know somebody who is great to work with and who has multiple specialties, it seems like it's something you'd want to do, right? Like, you know, like, and trust exactly. them. <laughs> when you know, like, and trust right. them, then it's a whole different conversation, right? Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. All right, Debbie, thank you so much for coming and being a part of our podcast. For all of our listeners, I would love it if you could just real quick tell us how we can find you. One of the easiest ways is to go to toprankmarketing.com. That's our website. Um, we've got a great blog, the Top Rank blog, that has lots of great information. I'm one of the writers. Um, you can find me on social media just about anywhere at dfreeze. So that's at D-F as in Frank, R-I-E-Z as in Zebra on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, you name it. That's my handle. Thank you again so much for, for coming. And we look forward to seeing what's going to be happening in 2021 in the influencing marketing world. 